For the past, I guess maybe a year, my former business partner and radio colleague, John Morgan, who lives up around the Boston area, has been encouraging me to get on the podcast bandwagon. And although I've been retired from the broadcasting business for, well, since 1995, but then I did TV after that and some voiceover work after that, and we did seminars after that, I'm still a radio guy. I'm still a radio pig. I just, I love to do this. And with the advent of uh, Facebook and all of the groups that have been formed on there, many of them are old radio guys. And in fact, the one Facebook group that I enjoy the most uh, about radio is called, it's kind of a funky name, but the name of it is, I was a DJ when DJs jockeyed discs, and I don't mean CDs. That's the yeah. name of it. <laughs> So, so finally, uh, I decided to give it a try. I'm in my retirement. I live in Florida in a gated community in, in Winter Haven, Florida. And I, I thought long and hard about who I would have on as a first guest because this program, the name of it is going to be Talk of Radio. And um, I, I don't know how long these programs are supposed to last, each individual episode. I don't know any of that stuff. You know, and you, you maybe you're going to hear my grandfather clock chiming in the background. You might hear the wall on the on the clock ticking. You might hear our dog Howdy Doodle barking because he's over in the next room, and this is garbage day. And when the garbage truck comes, he's going to bark. But back to my first guest, uh, and he's not even a guest. He's uh, he's part of the fabric of my broadcast career. His name is Joe Sobel. A lot of a lot of people, thousands and thousands of tens of thousands of people know him as Dr. Joe. Uh, he was the morning voice of weather uh, for many, many years at AccuWeather. And Joe, I'm I'm so pleased that you actually volunteered to be my first guest. Well, I, I consider it a privilege and an honor to be so, and. Uh, Always uh, fun, enjoyable to talk with you. And besides, I just had so much on my calendar uh, uh, for for this week uh, that you know I wanted to go ahead and schedule something fast before it all filled up. <laughs> there you go. As as one retired guy to another, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely, and you know I we go Joe and I go back so far. It's over 50 years. Uh, AccuWeather was, I, I don't know how, how new you were in 71, but I had been, uh, I, I went to work at WNBF in Binghamton, New York. I had been working on TV in Youngstown, Ohio. And then I got this job as news director, WNBF AM and FM. And back in those days, we would just read the National Weather Service forecast, rip and read off the wire, here's the forecast. And then all of a sudden, one day, I get this advertisement as news director, I get this advertisement that we can now, good news, you no longer have to use free weather forecasts. Yeah. <laughs> Great news. Yeah, you can now pay for them <laughs> with AccuWeather. 
Boy, what what an enticement. How could you resist? <laughs> right. Well, I, I was so intrigued by it, and I thought about the personalized aspect of it, how you guys can, um, better than the National Weather Service, you can customize the forecast specifically for our backyard, which is what right. everybody wants. And I remember the day that I went into our general manager, Bob Close, who uh, at that time... WNBF was owned by uh, Triangle Broadcasting, Walter Annenberg. It was a big company. We had radio and TV stations all over the country. And uh, so I went into Bob Close, and I said, Bob, get a look at this. And I showed it to him, and he said, let's do it. Wow. And then they peeled me up off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken... We were in the first bunch, first dozen broadcast clients. Undoubtedly, that is, that is true. Uh, uh, AccuWeather, um, uh, we consider our birthday or birth date uh, in um, 1962. Mm. So, um, no, that can't be right. No, that can't be right. 1972. Okay. Uh, that would have I been think right. It's when they, yeah, 1972 was when uh, uh, I joined the company and when also um, the name AccuWeather came into being. When, when we first started, uh, I was not doing a morning show. I was the news director. It wasn't until some years later that they I went over to do the morning show and um, actually did the what we called the Q and A or the uh, the live segment of radio discussion. And, uh huh. And I didn't start with you. I, I started with a, a fellow by the name of John Cosette. Oh yes, Captain John Cosette. Yeah, and and John and I went for quite some time on these weather discussions and now that i'm thinking back i did do a, a, an afternoon q and a because i i was doing a talk show on wnbf and the, i did morning news and then did a talk show from um one to three or something like that and i did the prior to the show i did the q and a with john cassette and and we hit it I, off I, go ahead i should say before uh before i let it go the the, the uh, the uh, the reason we called John Cosette the captain had nothing whatsoever to do with any military background, but he was the captain of the breakfast crew <laughs> uh, that le would lead us uh, all out to breakfast uh, uh, at, at some time, sometime a ridiculous hour in the morning. So that's why he was the captain. Well, so I, I'm on with him, you know, doing these daily things, and we bonded. And then all of a sudden, there was a schedule change or something happened that all of a sudden, you're not going to be on with John Cosette anymore. You're going to be on with this guy by the name of Joe Sobel. And, it, and, and at first, I didn't know whether it was Sobel or Sovel or what, what it was, but I resisted. You know, I said, hey, you know, don't upset something that's going pretty well. But then... At that point, when you did start with WNBF, 
we developed a 50, a half a century old relationship. Absolutely. How many? And, and I, I might add many an excellent dinner also. <laughs> Joe and I got to be personal friends, and then our families got to be personal friends. We vacationed together um, on a number of occasions. We traveled abroad together. We cruised saw together. Your, saw, your saw your daughter married together. Yes, and then she and her family came and shared a house with us on the Jersey Shore when we were vacationing together. Yes. Yes, but I, I, what I, aside from that, uh, and I don't mind admitting, despite the fact that I have been on some of the biggest radio programs and the biggest radio stations in the country, I'm a little nervous doing this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but but I, I, I just I feel even though it's been, man, I don't know how many years since I really sat behind a mic, 95, I guess, no, somewhere in the late 90s. I did a lot of commercials after that, but not this kind of thing. But it comes back, it comes back. It's, it's ingrained, you know, you, 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 you never forget how to do this. Um, yeah. I'd gonna... say it's just like riding a bicycle, but I fell off the other... Uh, last time I tried to ride a bicycle. So. <laughs> well, I want to talk about you, Joe, uh, for more than a minute. Your fame and notoriety took off. Uh, was it almost immediately, or did it take a decade to build up to the point where you were you were on every major station and every major market just about in the You and Elliot Abrams. Right. Uh, well, uh, yeah, it... it took off very quickly, actually, uh, in the 70s, um, and uh, either Elliot or I were on uh, major stations in, uh, well, not only Binghamton, New York, but uh, New York City, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., uh, Detroit, uh, Chicago, Cleveland, uh, Miami, Tampa, uh, Houston, uh, San Antonio, Los Angeles, um, uh, Kansas City, uh, Des Moines, uh, Omaha. And so um, uh, that was one thrill uh, as a weather weenie, which uh, Ellie and I both are. Uh, people who have always been absolutely fascinated by the weather since we can't remember when. But it, it was one of the thrills of a, of a weather we need to experience weather all over the country, uh, you know, in my own little, uh, well, uh, I can't call it a broadcast studio because it was more like a, uh, a, a closet with, uh, with some insulation. <laughs> but uh, 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 but we, we, we were able to watch the weather, explore the weather, and experience the weather in all uh, places all over the country, and uh, and and talk to so many uh, uh, just terrific people uh, and develop relationships. <clears throat> Although yours and uh, yours and mine uh, were Jan were were more uh, more personal than any other that I I had with uh, 
with any other morning host. So, uh, but uh, uh, similar relationships with other people all across the country, and it was a wonderful experience. Well, I got to say that it, I'm honored. I really am honored. Uh, my family is honored that we were of all of the people that, that you dealt with, and some of the biggest names in broadcasting. The the fact that we were uh, that that relationship developed was always very special to me because you could have picked anybody uh, to pal around with. And, uh, and it, it goes a little even deeper than that, that. And we don't have time to talk about that right now, but we're going to ask Joe to be a guest again on our second episode of uh, Talk of Radio. And that'll be coming up soon. But uh, did, you, did you ever take... Did anybody ever actually take the time to figure out the total cum and by by that i mean the total number of people who would listen on any given day to the forecasts that you were broadcasting sweeping all of the all of the markets together no that i know of nobody uh at least nobody's told me that number uh i know somebody once uh, did calculate the number of live and recorded broadcasts that I would have been a part of. Uh, and you know, that was long before uh, I, uh, I uh, retired and stopped broadcasting, and it was well up into the six or seven million category at that point. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, over the years, too, because of our relationship and, and the fairly near proximity of where we lived up in upstate New York, we, we were with a couple of hours drive down to State College where AccuWeather is located. Well, I'll tell you what, we're gonna, I, I'm going to ask you if, if you would be willing to uh, stop now and then uh, our next episode is... We, we have, Joe and I had a very unique opportunity, uh, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity it isn't that is never that is not handed to any individual probably in their broadcast career or at least very few and we want to talk about that in our next episode which will be coming up uh i don't know how these things work i don't next week you know well, this time i know what story you're going to tell and i'm looking forward to it. <laughs> all right joe thanks joe sobel dr joe i i I'm, i neglected to identify you periodically throughout the thing but i think people probably recognize your voice I, I uh, again i don't know how long these things are supposed to be i hope that these extended you know howard stern gets these guys his he gets big stars on there and he'll uh -huh. be on for 20 25 minutes you know or half hour so i hope our audience enjoys it and if they seem to if they you want to turn it off and listen later that's fine so joe thanks very much uh you'll be back in our next episode and uh, i look forward to that same year. Thank you.